a new year full of surprises. But one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. I know you don't smoke. I know this. But I'm going to get you high today. Because it's Friday. You ain't got no job. And you ain't got shit to do. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Lunchline Podcast, the greatest podcast you never heard. It's Friday, baby. Y'all know how we do it. We back at it. We back at it again. It's been a long week. Um, I'm glad to be back with you guys. Hopefully, you guys have had a great week, a blessed week, a prosperous week. Um, this is the greatest podcast you never heard, man. Thank y'all for tuning in um, to the home of the Lunchline Podcast, man. I am Jay Mitch, man. Um, for my first time listeners, man, I want to thank y'all for stopping by for my good faithful few. I love y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in every week, um, to listen to me talk my shit. Um, the lunchline podcast, for those of you who are new, I always have to reiterate this. This is a place for people who are on lunch looking to, uh, occupy their mind and their thoughts away from the workplace. Um, looking for a short escape, man, while you handle your sandwiches and, uh, you eat your leftovers, man. So that's pretty much what the Lunchline Podcast is, man. It's a place where we share information and we grow and learn and evolve as people. Um, so that's our purpose and that's our mission here, man, to, to come in better than we, uh, to leave better than we came, as the good folk at the church say. Um, so we gonna go ahead and we gonna get right to it. Yeah, they got y'all ass again. Listen, I want every last one of y'all, all of y'all, all of y'all that was talking all that shit. Yeah. All of y'all that was that was campaigning and protesting in the streets, talking about we want Donald Trump out of there to replace him with Joe Biden. All of you pastors, all of you people that, uh, 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 all of you, uh, you AKAs, all of y'all who was lining up, lining up, worshiping the ground that Joe Biden walked on, hoping for a better tomorrow, putting your faith in a man who has incarcerated more people than you would care to count. He is doing everything that he said he was not going to do. Um, I don't know what y'all thought y'all was going to expect from this, but it's exactly what it's supposed to be. I don't know why y'all shocked. I don't know. It's, I, it's a, it's, this is one of the greatest I told you so moments that we've ever seen. Joe Biden just recently signed a $1 trillion bill um, to pretty much uh, help the government from, I guess, 
facing a shutdown in the next few days or whatever. Um, and in this bill came a lot of different things. Um, they were shelling out money left and right to all kinds of um, facets of government infrastructure jobs. Um, I'm going to tell you a little bit about about where some of that money went and where it did not go. Um, so, yeah, uh, one trillion dollars, one trillion dollars is what he signed for. Some of that money is supposed to go to uh, Hurricane uh, Ida relief and disaster. Ten billion of that. Um, Twenty eight billion is going to uh, what is this uh, legislation and disaster relief from those covered. OK, so twenty eight point six billion is going to Hurricane Ida. And other natural disasters, forest fires, things like that. Um, Ten billion of that is going to farmers um, to help cover uh, uh, crop losses from drought and wildfires. That's kind of crazy, though, because isn't this the same government that was sending out letters telling people to destroy their crops? Right? Okay, but well, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. I know shit just don't add up. It just don't add up. So they're giving out $10 billion to that. Um, additional 6 Point three billion dollars is going to be given to Afghan refugees for the resettlement of Afghan refugees. <sighs> People, I y'all 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 know y'all see this shit coming. Don't you know what? Don't act like don't act like I didn't tell y'all. Don't act like I didn't tell y'all. See, when it comes when it when it when it comes to voting and when it comes to presidential elections and when it's time for these politicians to run for their seat or to rerun or to try to get elected for another position, they do the same shit every two years, every four years. They do the same shit. And black people have not caught on to the trend of this shit because black people are being pimped by other black people who are being pimped by politicians. Your your pastors who are misleading y'all, telling y'all to vote for these sick bastards. Joe Biden has incarcerated more black people than you would care to count. I ain't just making it up. This is fact. He is he is responsible for the incarceration of thousands of black men, thousands of black men. But this is the same guy that we believe that is going to do something for black people when he gets in the office. All you people ski win, you AKAs. Yeah, listen, I, I love y'all sisters. I'm not, you know, but I got to call you out for this. All y'all dancing and jockeying around and celebrating because Kamala, oh, she one of us. Oh, she AKA. She had never let us down. Ha! <laughs> Man, t- listen, y'all got to stop buying into the bullshit. Y'all got to stop buying into the bullshit, man, and use y'all damn head. Yeah, they they tell y'all exactly who they are. If you look at their history, they'll tell you who they are. I don't know why y'all expecting anything. I don't know why you guys are expecting anything differently. They are telling you who they are consistently over and over and over and over and over again. It's the same shit. It's the same exact six point three billion. Six point three billion dollars went to Afghan refugees. These are the people that are coming from a war torn country. Um, 
that is, I mean, if you've seen the news, man, it's pretty bad over there. So I understand, you know, and I, listen, I don't have an art against the, the Afghan people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know they, they stuff over there is messed up. I'm not, this ain't, this is, this is for the people that believe that the government and Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, uh, it is for y'all, all of y'all that was jockeying and dancing in the street, believing just because she a sister, she gonna have y'all back. She gonna have our black, our back as black people. She don't. She don't. You know how much they gave to black people. I'm I'm gonna break down the the logistics of the bill when they what they did to black people. So they gave six billion for the resettlement of Afghan uh of uh, refugees who evacuated the country. Because of their their war with the Taliban and all of this. We all know the U.S. had a hand and fucking shit up over there and all of this. But we're not getting into that. We will. Um, they gave $6 billion to them. You want to know how much they gave to black people? Or not really black people, but they deemed it as black people on the paperwork. $1 billion. $1 billion to go to uh, neighborhoods divided by highway infrastructures. Um, for the reconstruction of parks and street grids and things like that. So let me break this down for y'all. So America has decided to say we're going to get y'all one billion dollars to for to reconstruct the shit that we tore up in the first place. The highway divides to separate communities to keep poor black people on one side and rich, wealthy white people and, and non black people on one side. Them same highways that they rip through our communities to, to keep us oppressed and to keep us down and to keep us away from everything that they were building. Yeah. So now they want to give us money for that. All of a sudden, they want to give us, quote unquote, money for that. Now, you know, de- listen, you don't you don't give money to a crackhead and expect them to divvy it up and share it amongst the people. Right. Everybody know. If you got an uncle who smoked dope, you ain't giving Uncle Uncle Drew no money to say, here, Uncle Drew, here's $10,000. I need you to divvy this amongst, this amongst the family to make sure everybody get their share. Now, every black person knows that Uncle Drew, who smokes dope, is going to blow that money. You ain't go see Uncle Drew. You ain't go hear from Uncle Drew because Uncle Drew going to be out getting his fix on, right? So the government is going to give one billion dollars to, quote unquote, black communities. They don't get this money to these people. It will never see a black hand. And if they do, they might do a little sprinkle here and there for, you know, they might do a little bitty thing, a couple little things in the community. You know what I'm saying? They might repave some roads and shit like that. We talking a billion dollars. A billion dollars is a lot of money. They're not acting like acting like black people are going to be able to manage this money. This isn't money that black people are going to manage. This is money that are going to that's going to go in the to other politicians, to other political figures who are going to divvy up in a way that they see fit, sprinkle a little bit here, but they're gonna do like old Uncle Drew. They're gonna act like you're gonna get your cut. Oh yeah, you know. You you give them that money. Oh yeah, we we gonna take care of everything and be taken care of. We know the community's mixed up. We're gonna go in. We're gonna repave some basketball courts. We gonna we gonna cut some lawns, you know, clean up 
some old raggedy parks that got, you know, burned up cars and stuff like that. Yeah, we're going to do that. We're going to do that. You know, we're going to spread a little bit of money around and, you know, fix up some parks and shit like that and do some little things for the kids and, you know, do a couple barbecues and, you know, the bullshit. Y'all know damn well. Y'all, you bet, as a black person, you bet not believe that this money is really going to go back and to do some serious things for our community. They give us one bill, one, the insult. They give us one billion dollars. And they gave refugees six billion. They gave the refugees who have not been here, who have not lived here, who have not had to survive this place, whose ancestors have not had to survive this place, who has been through the brutal, brutal, harsh punishment, harsh uh, levels of racism and abuse and just systemic racism and oppression. Nobody has gone through that. They gave us one billion. That ain't even gonna really go to us. But they said directly that we're giving six point three billion. Six point three billion. Like I don't got the number of Afghan uh refugees that are you know seeking asylum in this country. I don't have the exact number of that. But I'm pretty sure it don't take no goddamn six billion dollars. I mean, what, what, what exactly are we building here? Like, what are we six point three billion dollars? And they say, here, we know y'all home is messed up and, you know, U.S. and the Taliban. And, you know, you, you know, everybody know damn well the U.S. has some shit. Every just about every country that has had a lot of like uh, just harsh political struggles with you know um dictatorship and things like that we all know that governments that have failed and have crumbled over the years the united states has played a part in that in some way form or another the united states has obliterated governments in the past to get what they want if you have oil if you have the resources that the united states needs Please believe your ass, <laughs> your ass is on the list. You on the list. So th- this is no different. So we're not going to sit here and act like um, the United States has everybody's best in- interest at hand when in fact that they don't. But $6.3 billion is the greatest insult to black people in this country today. $6.3 billion is what they give. They telling us exactly where we fall. We don't fucking matter. Our history doesn't matter. Now, we can complain about this until we blew in the face. And I'm all for do for self. I'm all for group economics really pulling together. Not none of that fake bullshit, but really pulling together. First, and I'm going to get to that in a second, but, but, but us really pulling together. But this is the greatest insult to black people. It is. It is. It fucking is. And all of you people and you know what? Black people who were jockeying for other black people to go out to vote for this guy. You should be ashamed of yourself. You know what he also did? He cut 40 billion dollars for HBCUs. Historical black colleges. You just lost your money. You just lost your money. All of that money that that they were skiweeing over. He cut that shit. Nah, nah, we're going to cut that because we got to get six billion of that to uh, your Afghan refugees. Yeah. So um, the money that you thought you were going to have for your HBCU, you thought you were going to have for your historical black colleges. Nah, I need that back. I know I know I was 
You know, I had a bunch of people campaigning on y'all campuses, you know, walking around, encouraging y'all to come out and vote and to support and to, you know, make sure that you vote. Let's get this guy up out of here. But I was preaching this same thing months ago. Months ago, you heard me saying the same shit like. Don't believe this. Don't think you picking lesser of the two evils in here. Like both of these evil bastards mean you no well. They don't mean you. There's nothing good that can come from either one of these guys. It's like you want a snake or you want to you want to you want a snake bite or you want a scorpion sting. Like which one you want? Both are gonna hurt. Both are gonna hurt. Not saying that you need to pick one or the other, but Joe Biden is doing exactly what political figures and politicians have done and presidents have done year after year after year, which is make black people the non fucking priority in America. I mean, he got six billion reasons that just told you that you're not the top priority. We've been here forever pulling ourselves up, digging out of the hole that we in. Every black person that's successful, I applaud you. Like, I really applaud you. I really applaud you because we had to overcome some pretty hard shit to get where we at. You know what I'm saying? You know, our upbringing, what we face out of the womb is some some shit. Now, I know everybody wants to do the comparison. Well, you don't face, we have, you haven't faced with these Afghans and these, these people. Have, no, yeah, our lives are completely different. But we are we, we going off our experiences. We going off what our ancestors have gone through. And you get these people that come into these country, that come into the, in, into the United States who already have an idea of where black people stand on the economic scale. They already have an idea in their mind that black people are less than they already have it in their mind. It's been ingrained that, yo, you're acceptable. If you're from Afghanistan, you're acceptable. But if you black, if you from Haiti and you trying to get in this border, oh, hell no. We're going to round y'all raggedy asses up like some dogs and we're going to push y'all right the hell about. Yeah, we're going we gonna to evacuate y'all. We're going we gonna to find a way to get y'all up out of here. Yeah, y'all got to go. If you from Haiti, you can't stay. But if you Afghanistan, come on over. Come on over. Come on over. We know we fucked your country up, so come on over here. But if you from Haiti, we know we have robbed and stolen all the resources. We know all of the money that, that a lot of these governments have, a, have, have acquired have come from the support of Haiti. But we don't really want nothing to do with y'all. We don't really know what. Listen, they are afraid. Man, I'm going to say this. They are afraid to empower the black man. They are afraid. To empower the black man. They are afraid to empower black people. Black people. If 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 you see this. It's obvious. That it's something that they know about us. That we don't know about ourselves. I'm talking about from a. From a, from a power sense. There's something about us. There's something about our people. There's something about who we are. There's something about us who are melanated that really strikes fear into them. It's almost as if they know something that we don't. Like there's some hidden almanac that breaks down all of the history of, of who black people were. And they, they, they got it detail for detail and they are afraid of it. Us unified as a as a as a nation and as a people 
can really change this damn world. And they never want it to happen because they want to keep us bogged down and focused on bullshit. They want us focused on the next hit song, the next dance, the next uh what celebrity gossip is doing is doing this, the next nonsense bullshit ass trend. That's where they want to keep us. They want to keep us brainwashed, dumbed down, and ignorant to everything. Because they fear us. They fear you. Six billion dollars. Out of one trillion dollars, black people get one billion of that. Well, not even black people. You got highways and I don't know what the hell they're going to do. I don't know what they're going to do. Because if you take if you take I-75 south from where I live and you go through Detroit, right? When you get to certain areas, the highway is great. Like, oh, yeah, they, they fix the highway. But when you go through, through, through the hood part, when you go down to seven mile, eight mile, like areas like that, shit, man, that highway busted. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The highway busted. Drive a little further. Highway as smooth as a baby's ass. Smooth. And they and they and they done, they done redid all, all these these nice little trails and paths and bike paths that go through downtown around the stadiums and all of that. But West Detroit, East Detroit, shit is awful. Shit is terrible. All of the surrounding communities of wealth in Detroit, all of the money that's around Detroit. Ain't no damn, ain't no damn way the hood should still look like it do. But they don't give a shit because they know you stay there. They know you stay there. What they going to do is try to push our asses out, buy up all them houses. The, the, the damn land bank was selling houses in Detroit for a dollar. You can get a, 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 a damn whole block in Detroit a few years ago for $15. But what they going to do is they going to buy up all that property. They ain't going to do shit with it. They're going to make sure it gets down to nothing, to where there's nobody living there. And they can go through and say, hey, we we reinvested in this community. We want to make sure that this community is done right. And they're going to build that shit up. Everybody knows gentrification. But but that's how it is. They put these bullshit-ass bills out and they tell us, oh, we going to come through and we going to redo y'all neighborhoods. We know we messed it up in the first place, but give us a chance to make it right. So we're going to come through, we're going to cut some grass and we're going to, you know, we're going to fix up y'all communities a little bit. Like, should it really take this? 
And you you see all the time. Oh, there's there's this Ford or or GM or whoever is donating fifty million, thirty million, twenty million dollars to to redo Detroit. All they gonna do with that damn money is they gonna rebuild up the same shit where all the wealthy people at. They ain't thinking about the hood. So this leads me to my main point that I am always preaching here on the Lunchline Podcast, which is group economics. And doing for ourselves, relying on ourselves, pulling our resources together, seeing who has what. See, oh, you have a water company. Oh, you have produce and you grow food. Okay, well, let's figure out how we can establish a market or a store that can provide for our communities. Oh, you you're good at manufacturing. Okay, well, let's manufacture our own toilet paper. Let's manufacture our own our own. I don't know, goddamn. Uh, 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 ceiling fans Let's manufacture something that we can sell To other communities to keep ours profitable You see what I'm saying Real group economics Like I am I, I, I can preach it to I'm blue in the face But we have to get out of this Integrated mindset This mindset With us believing that the best way For us to get ahead in life Is to integrate with other people Who don't look like us with other people who don't think like like us to integrate amongst them people to be with them to live with them to work with them just to feel like we got some sort of status integration or the mindset of integration has done black people the greatest disservice because it's made us not look to ourselves but to say hey I want to be a part of that y'all know y'all know Martin Luther King said man I feel like I've led my people into a burning building Last few years of his life I feel like I led my people Into a burning building Integration was a mistake And I think Martin Finally realized that And Martin Luther King Is a great man Like one of the greatest uh, uh, Leaders of our time But I know he soon realized that Us Trying to be accepted In their society Is the greatest mistake ever Because they have made it evident That we don't want you to thrive in our society We don't want y'all to be able to flourish In our society That's not their goal That's not their goal So us believing that We need to be a part of everything That they have going on Every venue Every event Every Grammy Awards Every Oscars All of this shit Their Olympics Like all of their stuff Like we feel like we need to be Integrated in everything that they doing That they own That makes them money That makes them profitable We setting ourselves up for failure We setting ourselves up for failure Instead of looking to ourselves and say Well, okay um, We ain't gonna complain about what the Oscars is doing this year Because they doing what they supposed to do Which is celebrating their own people Like, I know they sitting back like God damn, we don't want to include y'all in our wins We don't want to include y'all actors and actresses in our wins Yeah, thank you for your profits Thank you for your money But we don't want to include y'all in this What? Stop asking us I'm pretty sure that's what these people are thinking The Oscars and the, the Grammys and whoever Oh, I've been I've been cheated out of this award. Y'all y'all know that person should have won that. What? They don't want us. They don't want you. They have made this shit clear. Made it clear. 
since the 1960s when that first black sister was trying to walk in that school and they was taunting her and calling her all kinds of names and shit. We don't want you here. 2021, the same damn story. We don't want you here. And as long as you here, and as long as you trying to be a part of our society, we are going to try to make it hell for you. So the only option as black people is try to create our own. That's why people love uh, when they talk about Tulsa um, 1921 Black Wall Street. You hear people talk about it and talk about it and talk about it. I wasn't there. I see the pictures. I read the stories. I listen to the documentaries and you can you can you can hear about what went on. It was a sustainable, a sustainable, uh, excuse me, a sustainable, a sustainable society. These damn braces, boy. Listen, I had Invisalign, right? So these damn Invisalign, they wasn't, it was a hassle to take out. So I took my ass in there. I was like, yo, let me get, some, let me get some regular braces. Cause I'm tired of taking these Invisalign's out. So it restricts my upper lip a lot of times. So I can't pronounce my words all the way. So, so y'all got to forgive me on that, but a sustainable community. Is what they had in Tulsa, Oklahoma, where they had everything that they needed. They provided for each other. You can walk down the street. You can get everything that you need for your household. You can stop and see the doctor. You can get your shoes fixed. You can get your suit tailored. Um, you can go discuss business. You can go stop at the bank if you want to. You need to go get some groceries. You can do that as well, too. You need a mechanic. We got all of that here. We have all of that here in our sustainable community that we built for ourselves. But we got it in our minds that the best place to live is in the suburbs because we want to escape each other and we want to get away from each other. Like, I understand. I understand. Like, you got you got Negroes that you just don't want to deal with because people crazy. But damn it, we got to find a way to to reeducate those people. We got to find a way to reconnect and try to reach through to our people. If you get enough people saying the same thing, if you get 10,000, 20,000 people in the community, like, bro, this is what this going to be. This is how this community is going to function. We ain't going to have no dope in here. We ain't going to have none of that bullshit. All of our women and all of our girls are going to be protected. We're going to make sure that everybody has what they need. Do you think any single drug dealer or any one little, you know, somebody who moves keys in the key, do you really think they going to really have the influence to do what they want? They can't kill all of us. So we have to stop believing. We got to stop believing that us escaping where other black people are and integrating into into suburban areas where there are no black people is the best thing to do. It's not. It's not. Integration was the greatest mistake that we can we could have ever we could have ever had us feeling like we need to be a part of their society when they have done everything to make sure that we're not a part of a society. You have never seen any president come out and say, we are giving $6 billion to descendants of slavery. We want to make sure that these people are properly cared for the oppression, the, the years and the, 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 the 500 year head start that we have had on black society, on black people, and have oppressed them down to the to the have a, have oppressed them beyond imagine anything that you can imagine. Black people have been oppressed to beyond that. But you ain't never heard them come out and say, "We want to take six billion dollars and we want to give it to y'all." That is that's not on their agenda. That's not something that they're trying to do. Joe Biden has made this clear. 
Ronald Reagan, George Bush, Barack Obama, a lot of your presidents have made this clear. Oh, they'll pass bills. They'll they'll shell money out to, to Jewish people. Obama's done that on record plenty of times. He's given millions of dollars to, to survivors of the Holocaust and, and, and the families and, and, you know, descendants of the Holocaust survivors and all of that. They've given millions of dollars to them. Y'all didn't know that? Oh, yeah, they he Obama did that. So, black people, once again, we got to we got to dig ourselves out of this hole, out of this mindset that us integrating where everybody else is, is the best thing to do instead of looking to ourselves reestablishing our sense of community and trust and putting together re re reestablishing laws and conduct amongst black communities back to the roots of we protect each other. We watch out for one another. We don't tolerate no bullshit. We don't tolerate no disrespect for our, for our elders, for our, for our women. We have to get back to this. Now I know people may think, Oh man, this ain't Jamish, this this ain't even possible. That's not even do it. Cause you got a bunch of Negroes that's gonna that's gonna try to ruin it, that's gonna try to destroy it. Like, yeah, you gonna have your bad apples. You gonna have the Negroes that ain't gonna wanna get a, that be a, be a part of it, that's not gonna wanna do it. You gonna have those people. But I'm a firm believer that there are more people who wanna do right. There are more people who wanna come together and see us grow. In an economic sense, reestablishing our code of conduct with each other. There are more people who want to see that than there are more people that are trying to tear us apart and keep us separated. I firmly believe that. If people come together where they agree on a thing and they put their mind and their heart to it and say, This is what we're going to do, it can be done. Damn it, it can be done. Listen, I'm I'm I've been watching the uh the Wu Tang um, saga, right? Watching the Wu Tang saga, and you know, if you, I, I knew about Wu Tang just because of music. You know, you hear about Wu Tang, but I didn't really know the backstory. I didn't really know the backstory. But in all this time, I'm watching all the struggles that they going through, all of the members, all of the beef that they had. I mean, some of the members was trying to kill each other. Like it, it's, it's crazy. But. You know, you had one person that had a vision and say, hey, I see us coming together as a collective unit, as a force that can change music, that can change the sound of music, the way business is done. If we come together and we be of one mind and we have one goal and we have one focus and we all want to work hard at it, there's nothing that we can't achieve. That's what Wu-Tang did. Wu-Tang was a collective of individuals who had the same mindset, which was, we going to make it in this music biz. This is our outlet. We ain't about to sell dope for the rest of our lives. We ain't about to be hustling and robbing and doing all this shady shit. We need another way out. So they trusted and believed in each other. They trusted in the process and they had a vision and they went after that vision. That's why that's the key thing that I'm watching when, when I, when I've, when I've been looking at the series, it's like, man, they had, they were, they were, they, they had one mind, one mind. They had one goal together. Now it was hard at first. Everybody didn't buy in right away. 
But you had a few people say, yo, I, I, I buy into the vision. We can do this. This is what we should do. And eventually, everybody else started to see that vision too. And they all worked towards it. So you can't tell me, yeah, I, yeah I'm using, I'm using Wu-Tang. <laughs> I got to use Wu-Tang as a foundation here. Like, Wu-Tang did it. I mean, I know y'all may think it's a small thing, but a group of eight or more people coming together of one mind to change the course of music, to actually own all of their music, the contracts done right, everybody get paid, ain't nobody screwed over. It can be done right. Black society can be re- reconstructed right. Our communities can be reconstructed right. It can happen. Cause we obvious, it's obvious that they're gonna leave us out of every bill that ever comes from you know the Senate. Wherever these goddamn people sign this, they, they, every bill that comes out is going to leave black people off of it. There will never be a bill that will come out and say, hey, this I will be surprised in my lifetime if it ever happens. If they ever come out and say, we're going to give the black people 50, 50 billion dollars. It's more than that. They ain't even enough. They need to give us some trillions. We need to give the black people two trillion dollars because we have screwed them over. And, 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 and set them so far behind the eight ball that we got to do something to make amends. They have never done that. They have never done that. Instead, whenever they come out with a new bill or whenever they come out with something and they say, oh, this is from black people, they use the term minority. You know what that term minority does? It groups in Hispanic people. It groups in, uh, it groups in Asian, it groups in everybody else. It does. It's not specifically for black people. Anybody be, can, can, be, can, can, can be added to this whole minority thing. This, oh, this is for disproportionate minorities. This is for, this is for them. Nah, we need verbiage that comes out and say, this is for descendants of slavery. This is for black Americans. They never do that. They do all of this stuff. Disguise it as one thing, say this is for minorities, but then you go into the details of who are, who are profiting from these bills. As Dr. Claude Anderson has said, a huge percent of it went to white women. Um, and then they give stuff to, to, to Latin communities and, and things like that. But nothing, a small percentage of, of it comes to black people. Nothing is specifically ever written for black people. So instead of us trying to depend on Joe Biden and ski-weeing and stepping and marching and getting up in our pool pits, jockeying for our people to vote for these evil bastards as though they're going to do something. How about we create a coalition of, of communities of black people and say, hey, this is what we're going to do. We're going to find a way to pull our money together. We're going to find a way to make this shit work. We, we, we got to start somewhere. I mean, how we've already been at the bottom, right? There's, we can only go up from here. Like we can only go up from here based off of all of the shit that we've been facing. Joe Biden has once again given us six billion reasons as to why our asses don't matter. Black people don't matter. Now, I'm not saying we should be dependent on the government or anything like that. I'm saying that we should depend on each other and we should depend on ourselves to really make a change in our communities so we can see a real change in our lifetime. But like I said before, it takes, it takes, it takes, it takes one mind, one vision. 
It takes a people to say, hey, we all want to do it. How can we do it? What's the blueprint? How can we go about establishing this? Right? It, it, it takes us to do it together. I just... That's that's what I firmly believe. That's what I that's what I firmly believe, man. When I when I seen seen Joe Biden sign this, man, and I seen the, the numbers and the figures, I said, man, <laughs> you know damn well what they gonna do. They gon' they gonna throw a whole bunch of jargon out there, like yeah, this is for that, this is for that. You know how much money people are gonna pocket from this shit. You know how much money people are, money how much money's gonna go missing. You think the government sends these they send these billions of dollars out and they want to allocate it like we need receipts. <laughs> Make sure that when you go to the store and you buy something, you bring my receipt and my change because I want to know exactly everything. Man, they ain't asking for no damn receipts. This one billion dollars going to this quote unquote black neighborhood thing. You think they gonna ask for receipts? They gonna be like, all right, here's one billion dollars we sending. 15 billion of this, 15 million of this state, we send in 15 million of this state, and then you get it to these these state officials, and then they divvy it up and say, here's what we need to see fit for it. And you ain't they ain't asking for no receipts for this, man. There's no receipts gonna be asked for this. So, as I said before, man, all we got is us. All we got is us, and all we got is us, man. Um this is the Lunchline Podcast, man. I hope y'all have a great weekend and take care of yourself, man. We're going to do this shit again next week. Peace. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.